I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Um, we can quickly just talk about the six-week check because I think it's quite important or it's quite useful to know what they're checking for. I mean, every parent asks, is my baby normal? And we spend so much time gazing at them and sort of looking at their little features. Um, and actually, six weeks is quite important developmentally, isn't it, Kiara? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's really important for them to have a good sort of top-to-tail examination when they're when they're born, but again at six weeks, because so much has changed in that time, in that first six weeks. And you, you, you will often have lots of questions about, is this normal? Is this not? So we'll talk through vaguely what the doctors are, are looking at and what they're looking for and what sort of questions you might want to be asking uh, at, that, at that stage. What do you ask? What do they check for? What are they looking at? Um, should you be looking at anything specific? Should you be asking about anything specific? So the doctor will um, look at your baby as a whole. They'll, they'll undress your baby and they'll they'll look at how your baby's behaving, how he's how he's looking at you when they pick him up, what he feels like, what his, his tone is like, what his behaviour is like. And then they'll look and do um, a, a sort of top to toe, starting at the top and working down. Um, so they'll start by looking at your baby's head and they'll look at the shape. Is the shape normal? Because quite often babies do have slightly irregular head shapes and most of the time that is normal. But if it's if you have any concerns, the doctor will talk that through with you. They'll feel the, the sutures, the lines uh, in the baby's head and the fontanelles the two little soft spots that the babies have in their in their head and feel if they're uh, they're normal and or if there's any any concerns about that I'll have a look at your baby's eyes so they'll look with the light in the baby's eye and what they're checking for is congenital cataracts in the baby and they'll look at also how the eyes are moving if they're fixing on you if they've still got a squint or not so young babies often have a little bit of a squint but by six weeks that should have it's when they look cross-eyed is yeah, it yeah squint is when they look a bit cross-eyed or their, their eyes don't look in the same direction yeah um, but they're normally that's normally settled down by six weeks so if they've still got that the doctor will talk to you about that and then they'll look in their mouth and their, and their tongue, check for any sort of tongue tie or any palate abnormalities. Um, and they'll have a little look in their ears. And moving down, they'll have a good listen to the baby's heart. It's a really important time to listen to the baby's heart to detect any murmurs or any irregularities in the heart. Have a good listen to the lungs have a feel of the baby's tummy and they'll look at the baby's hands and look for any features of anything abnormal in your syndromes and then they'll have a look at the baby's bottom and genitals especially for little baby boys it's important to feel that both testicles are in the in the sacs um, because sometimes um, the, the testicles haven't descended and then they'll look at the baby's hips really important at this stage again to look at the baby's hips checking for um, any any hip congenital hip abnormalities um, and then look at the baby's feet um, and then 
they'll pick the baby up and have a good feel of the baby's spine and check that's all looking looking completely normal. And at the same time, they'll obviously be keeping an eye on the baby's skin. Is the skin normal? Are there any birthmarks on the skin? Has the baby got any eczema or neonatal acne or anything that you want to discuss? So, and birthmarks are often a cause of concern for parents. Uh, so, uh, so the doctor will talk through any of those that you might be concerned about. And some of them get sort of... They, they sort of look worse in the weeks after birth, but then after about a year, they start fading. Those, those strawberry marks that tend to sort of grow quite a lot and yeah, then fade they eventually. can look quite they can look quite dramatic and they, 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 they do grow initially in the first few weeks and then, and then settle down. That's definitely something the doctor would be wanting to just talk to you in some detail about. Uh, and there's, there's other ones. There's very, the most common is what we call a stalk mark, which is a little red patch on the forehead and very often accompanied by a little red patch at the back of their neck called a stalk mark because... Uh, you know, it's where the stalks beak carried mm. your baby to drop him and <laughs> drop him at your front door. Um, but um, but those are, are nothing to worry about, and they settle down within the first year. Yeah. And there are other there are lots of other birthmarks. There's one called a Mongolian blue spot, which is quite common. It often looks like a little bruise, but it's but it's not. Um, but it can be quite worrying for parents because if they think it's a bruise, they're wondering how that happens. So um, it's quite often again on the baby's back. Um, so uh, again, your doctor will t- tell you about that and talk to, talk to you about it. Yeah, and it's a good opportunity, obviously, to ask if you've got any concerns. It's, I think it's quite good because you're always sort of thinking about, I, I should ask this, um, so maybe make a note of it in your phone just so anything that you're kind of concerned about. or Yeah, it's definitely a good idea to sort of come with any list of questions because yeah. often you forget it at the time. So anything that's been concerning you, write a little note and ask your doctor. Ask your doctor at the time, and they'll ask about feeding too, and um, yeah. invariably the poos. Yeah, there'll be quite a lot of questions yeah. about yeah. the colour. Yeah, the colour and consistency, and and uh, how well your baby's feeding. And of course, one of the most important parts of this baby check is is weighing and measuring your baby. So, your the midwives when they when they're seeing you in the first few weeks will be weighing your baby. But you may not have weighed your baby since the midwives left, if they've been growing and feeding normally. So it's quite exciting to see how much weight your baby's put on. So the doctor will. will weigh the baby they'll usually measure the length of the baby and measure the head circumference um, of your baby so um, the, the parents usually get quite excited about that but we mustn't get too obsessed about weighing your baby I remember one girl said oh you know you didn't write on the bump class list that we needed to get scales and so I've added some scales and I remember saying no you mustn't get too obsessed about weighing your baby your baby will put on and lose weight you know after a poo and after a feed yeah. um, and actually if you get too sort of micromanaging about the weight you're introducing a whole amount of stress into your life that you don't really need so actually just stick to what the doctor's recommending and for most babies just the routine weight checks and it's pretty easy to see that a baby is putting on weight because they grow so fast in that first year don't they especially in that first month they... yeah and you see the clothes getting smaller for them and and you see you see them physically growing and, and becoming a bit chubbier um i mean unless your doctors have you know so you've got a very premature baby and the doctors have advised you to weigh them at home i i definitely agree i wouldn't i wouldn't be getting a scales at home because you know you do parents get quite stressed by it and your GP surgery will have um, scales that you can walk in and weigh your baby without having an appointment most of the time so so that's an opportunity to to do that you can do it every week if that's what you want to do but I certainly wouldn't be doing it every day because babies weight fluctuates a little bit and you know if they have a little bit of an illness or a cold it might go down a bit and then they'll put more on the next week so yeah don't worry too much about it if your baby's healthy and and Mm. well. And how long does the first um, chat usually last? What sort of how long are you with the doctor? Is it, it does depend on the on the surgery and how much time the doctor has, but um, you know, hopefully you'd have about fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, um, and uh, and the doctor will have a chance to do to do the full check. And I guess the important thing is to remember that 
um, you know, you do get to see the doctors at these stages, but it's not the only time you get to see the doctor. And obviously, if you've got any concerns at all about your baby, go and um, go and get them checked out. And if it's an emergency, take them into pediatric A&E or into an urgent care center. Um, and it's worth potentially just before your baby's born, finding out where these places are. Because if you do suddenly think, I do want to make a dash in the middle of the night, then you know where you're going rather than having to Google it or potentially find out that it's, you know, out of hours. Absolutely. Service doesn't exist. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, sometimes the GP will combine the, the six-week baby check with, with your six-week check, which we'll do a different podcast on and, you know, what to expect at your check. And then we'd have a bit more time. Um, but um, but as I say, normally it'd be about 15, 20 minutes. And they'll also, but the, the GP will also be asking about, um, about, you know, your baby's development. Are they smiling yet? Are they becoming a bit more active? Are they fixing or focusing on, on, you, on your face? You know, what's their feeding like? Are you breastfeeding or bottle feeding? How's that going? Um, you know, what's their sleep like? Are they going for slightly longer periods now without needing a feed, particularly at night? And you can discuss all that with, with your doctor. They should be quite experienced in, in, in uh, advising you on all those things. Mm. Yeah. Well, we're lucky to have all this support in this country, aren't we? And um, and it's quite nice to, you know, have a local GP that ideally looks after you and your baby and looks after the whole sort of family so that you get that kind of broader picture rather than someone that just only looks after your, your baby. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's definitely a bonus. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I hope you found that helpful. Yeah. And our next podcast will be the we'll mother's decide. six week. <laughs> yeah, we'll decide probably the mother's six week check. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.